Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Oh, jeez, Dad, not the car again. Oh, happens all the time with old Betsy. Have you checked out Carvana yet? They have thousands of cars for under $20,000. But do those thousands of cars have personality like old Betsy? Betsy's held together by tape. And there are raccoons living in the engine. It's a family car. Uh, there are flames on the hood? Ah, custom paint job. No, Dad, the car's on fire. How many cars did you say Carvana had? Visit Carvana.com to shop thousands of cars for under $20,000. We'll drive you happy at Carvana. Welcome to Mystery Bible. My name is Ken Primus. I'm your host. We've been looking at Abraham's life. We have taken a sidebar that is taking us a couple of weeks to go through each and every one of the principles about faith. We need to understand faith in order for us to get our desired outcome, just like Abraham did. And so what we're doing is taking each principle's in the Bible, we're looking at briefly some of the enemies of faith so that you and I can be aware of um, who they are so that we can get our desired outcome, as I mentioned before. The Bible tells us that we are in a fight, fight the good fight of faith. And as a fighter, we need to um, study our opponent, learn how he uh, comes at us, what he does, the type of technique he uses so that we can overcome the uh, the fight and become victorious. And so I have been taking these um, this time basically to go through each and every one of those, uh, the main uh, enemies of our faith. We started with uh, a couple of them. We're going to focus on some more as the, the the weeks goes by so that we can get a good understanding so that you and I can move forward in our life from this time on. So uh, welcome again, and uh, let's uh, and thank you for just staying in there with me so that we can all get a better understand. We're going to be right back after this. We're going to continue looking at what I call the enemies of our faith, as we need to learn who they are so that we can become more effective for the kingdom of God. As I mentioned to you guys, a fighter will always study his or hers opponent so that they can get to um, see some of the weaknesses. And uh, once they identify those weaknesses, then they will do their best to exploit those weaknesses so that they can uh, win the match or win the, the boxing uh, match. The Bible tells us that fight the good fight of faith. So we know that we are in a fight about our faith. It tells us that we ought to resist the devil. These are um, weaknesses that we can exploit, resist the devil, and he will flee from us. And so we are learning about some of the things that he utilizes to come against us 
And we know that what he's interested in is our fate, just as God is interested in our fate as well. And so we're going to just pick up on some of the truth about that. We, if you look in the book of Romans, chapter 4, verse 20, you'll see a, a statement about Abraham and his battle um, with unbelief. It says, He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. The promise of God, as I mentioned, to use the word, Jesus had to go and find it. Uh, when he found Isaiah 60, um, he read it. And um, he had to go and find his scripture, just like you have to go and find your scripture. And so as we continue to look at this topic about the enemies are our fate, as I mentioned to you, we see that Abraham had that encounter as well. Uh, in John chapter 3, it says that Jesus makes a statement. Uh, uh, he says, He that believeth on him condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already. Why is this? Because he not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And I'll go back to that and I'll talk to you. Let's uh, go to verse 19. And this is the condemnation that has come into the light, that men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Um, that's a pretty uh, telling scripture because if you look at the children of uh, the Jewish people, uh, people when they left Egypt and they went into the wilderness. And you see a lot of the things that God had to work with that generation. The Bible tells us he, he didn't like that generation at all because of how they were and believing and um, all the different things that they were. And uh, if you look at a map and see the distance between where they needed to get to the promised land it was not that far reason why he took 40 years was to get rid of that generation that complained and uh, even though God provided for them uh, in the in the wilderness they complained they complained and complained and he had to get rid of them they did not believe of because of unbelief did not enter into the promised land and the scripture tells us that and so you and I have to be very careful because unbelief um, we may not enter into the promised land and the promised land is not just all about what um, to heaven is what's due us here on this earth uh, for there are many things that are due us here that we have to get healing and all these different things a provision and uh, because we are not uh, heeding to the word of God, we do not get our promise that is uh, declared for us. And I wanted to talk to you guys about um, unbelief. And many people think that it means not to believe, which is, there's some merit to that. There's some truth to that. But it, um, it goes into a little more than that. The Greek meaning of the, of the word uh, unbelief is faith faithlessness, unfaithfulness, disobedience, rebelliousness. Um, the root word of, of uh, that unbelief is unpersuadable. And if you look in the book of uh, Matthew, um, uh, Matthew 13, 53 to 58, and um, I'm going to read that and show you the example, but it's also seen in Mark 6, uh, 1 through 6, and Luke 4, 
16 through 30. And this is an account that uh, is really interesting to see what Jesus tells them about unbelief. And um, let me read that to you so you can see for yourself. And it came to pass that when Jesus had finished these parables, he departed thence, and when he came into his own country, taught them in their synagogue, insomuch that they were astonished and said, Whence has this man this wisdom? And these mighty works. Is not this the carpenter's son? Is not this his mother called Mary and his brothers James and uh, uh, Simon and Joseph and this uh, um, and his sisters? Are they not all with us? Whence did this man have all these things? And there were offended in him. And the spirit of offense is another enemy of our faith. Um, uh, but I wanted to focus on the unbelieving. And here Jesus, Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor in his own country and in his own house. And they did, and he did not many mighty works there because of their unbelief. And so uh, we see that he could not convince them of who he was, even by the works that he did. And uh, he told us, he said, he said the same thing to, to the Jews, he said, to, the, to the scribes and the church at the time. He says, um, they ask him, tell us, are you the Messiah? And he looks at them, he said, I've told you. He said, the works that I do, they have testified of who I am. But because you don't believe me, and he actually tells them, he says, you're not of me, you're not a part of me, you know, so you wouldn't believe me anyway. Um, and so uh, we know who they are. And so the, the topic of unbelief is really interesting, but if you study the book of, of Numbers, really, about the children of Israel, you'll see the destruction unbelief brings uh, to, um, to the people. And Abraham had to deal with this. As I mentioned, he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. And so you and I cannot stagger uh, through unbelief. We cannot let spirit of unbelief enter into us when God tells us that he's the provider. And I know you allow your circumstances to get the best of you, but this is the key, guys. Um, uh, I've talked to you about the two pieces that you shall be saved, and the piece is faith, your faith, and God's grace. And the grace of God is his responsibility in this part. His responsibility is to work on the hearts of the men and the women that uh, are a part of the situation that you're in. And your responsibility is simply to not move from his word. And that's what I'm trying to get to you guys. I'm giving you the foundation here about unbelief. And uh, I want to go through and the next podcast, we're going to go a little deeper into it. But you have to understand that you have now been translated out of the kingdom of darkness and you're into this kingdom of gods and so it's different principles that are a part of these these um, kingdoms we can't rely on the kingdom of darkness's principles when we get into the kingdom of god but it doesn't work that way um, and so let's take a look at matthew 17 14 to 21 another scripture and we'll talk about this about the power of unbelief and when they, when they were come the multitude, they came to him, a certain man, laying down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic and sore vexed, for oftentimes he falls into the fire and oft into the water. And I brought him to their disciples. They could not cure him. And Jesus 
answered and said, O faithless, perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him here to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of the man. And the child was cured from, the, from that very hour. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. For I say unto you, If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say unto this mountain, Move hence and uh, yonder place, and it shall be removed, and nothing shall be impossible to you. Howbeit, this kind does not come out with prayer. This one, come, this type comes out with uh, due to fasting and praying. But he's telling them that um, their problem was that they, it was unbelief. And I know people always say, you just need a little um, uh, faith, which is true. But uh, that small mustard seed, guys, as I, you've, many people have heard me say it before, pure mustard. It's not mixed with unbelief. It's not mixed with doubt. It's not mixed with uh, anything, uh, all the enemies. It's not mixed with the spirit of offense. It's not uh, fixed, mixed with anything. It is pure faith, pure mustard seed. Now, when you have that type of faith, it says that nothing um, is uh, impossible to you. When your faith is pure, when it's not mixed with unbelief, as the Bible tells us, that um, uh, we can do anything. The book of Hebrews uh, 3.12 says, See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. So the Bible calls this believing heart sinful. It's a sinful state. And when you're in that sinful state, you are a part of the kingdom of darkness. You're not in a part, you're not applying the principles that belongs in the kingdom of God in order for you to get your promise. So um, you're in a sin sinful state. Uh, the Bible says that if you are asking and you're um, tossed, you'll be tossed and you're moving back and forth, he says you will not get anything. You know, at James 1, 6, let him ask in faith, not wavering, for if he wavered, he is like a wave in the sea, drive it, um, he's tossed back and forth with the wind. So we see the same principle in James, but let him ask in faith. And, you know, as I mentioned to you, that faith has to be a pure faith. And the same thing you see in James, it has to be a pure faith. You can't waver. You can't move out of, in and out by the spirit of unbelief, um, with uh, doubt, um, with all of these different things that are set up to uh, uh, disconnect you from the kingdom and put you in a sinful state, as the scripture showed us um, in Hebrews 3.12. See to it, brothers and sisters, none of you has a sinful, unbelieving heart that turns you away from the living God. You cannot receive anything if you're in that state. But I'm telling you, you can receive everything if you all things are possible, man that believe. If you're in that state, 
When you speak to your situation, the situation is hearing. It's hearing that voice of God that is within you and I, and it must adjust. And you have to stay um, and not allow unbelief to come into your heart and come into your space. As we see that Abraham did not stagger, he did not move, he did not waver. He did not move, guys. The Bible tells us this. And so because Abraham did not move, he was able to get his promise. What was the promise? That he and Sarah would um, give birth to a son. And so for those that are wanting to wanting children that don't have children, I know you could spend thousands and thousands of dollars going to fertility treatments. I know, and, and in some cases it works. But I'm telling you, the Bible is full of women that had uh, that were barren, and uh, they believed God, and they got their promise. So get your Bible scriptures for those that are seeking children, and go to God. And I'm telling you, if you're faith, if you're in the state of faith, all things are possible that man or that, that woman. And you know, so it is our responsibility to stay in faith and God's responsibility to work on, on the heart. He will work on your heart. That grace is for you too. It's not just for other people. That grace for you. Um, the man had said to Jesus Christ, he said, uh, Lord, I believe, help thou my own belief. And so how can God help your own belief? Is that as you study and you see you have the understanding, it will also his grace work on your heart so that you can get that revelation and you do not stagger. The scripture says you do not waver according to James. And Romans chapter 4 says "Don't he did not stagger at. So um, unbelief, guys, we're going, to go, we're going to talk a little more about it, but I wanted to give you just some quick stuff about it so that you can see this is an important enemy that we need to understand and it is about faithlessness. We talk about what it means um, that um, unable to persuade. So it's not just unbelief, it's um, you have set in your ways and you refuse to allow um, the word of God to bring you in a state of uh, faith, but you have rejected it and you want to stay in a state of faithlessness. So change your perspective and God will change your life. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. As I continue this uh, teaching about the enemies of our faith, today I look at, uh, I introduce you guys to the spirit of unbelief, and I mentioned to you incident where Jesus was for uh, the people in his area where he lived, and they did not uh, recognize who he was. In the sense, they were saying that, isn't this Mary's and Joseph's son? 
but um, they did not recognize who Jesus was and what he did. And the Bible tells us that he wasn't able to do anything in there because of their unbelief. So you have to recognize who this Jesus is because he came on the scene and uh, we talked about the what belief really means to become unpersuadable. And here's this Jesus that just cast out demons. He's walking on water. He's feeding uh, 5,000 with a few loaves. He is uh, healing the sick. He is uh, blind eyes are opening up. All of these things that they heard, I know that Jesus is doing, and yet the Bible tells us that um, uh, this Jesus couldn't do anything because of their unbelief. And uh, we find that in uh, the, the Bible tells us that they just would not believe him. Um, the, a good example of the um, decay of man when it comes to believing God is read the book of Numbers. And we get a chance to see the children of Israel coming out of Egypt. And the Bible tells us that they were there for several hundred years. And God had promised Abraham that he was going to deliver them, and which he did. And so, um, but you look at the scriptures and they're all over the place about uh, children of Israel. And again, this is a type of us. So we are any different than they are. Uh, Psalm 78 um, uh, 21 through 20 states, Therefore, when the Lord heard, uh, he was full of wrath. A fire was kindled against Jacob. His anger rose against Israel because they did not believe in God and did not trust his saving power. Uh, I'm going to um, get you guys familiar with some of the uh, scriptures within, or some of the behavior people in the wilderness. I just read you that one about how God's anger is um, kindled against those who do not believe in him. The scripture tells us um, that you must, in order to please him, you must believe that he is God. And we read that in the book of Hebrew. Um, but uh, this subject of unbelief, and when we look at the children of Israel when it deals with unbelief, you'll see this phrase that a stiff-necked people are, are heart is hardened. Second um, Kings seventeen fourteen through fifteen. However, they they did not listen, but stiffened their neck like their fathers who did not believe believe in the Lord their God. They rejected His statutes and His covenant made with their fathers and his warning which he warned them and they followed vanity and became vain and went after the nations which surrounded them turning which the lord had commanded them not to do like them uh, this is a, a picture of what happened to the children of israel after they were uh, delivered from um after they conquered all of of uh the things the um enemies of the Bible, um, even after Joshua came, and once they defeated um, the enemies of, of uh, Israel, the children of Israel, 
promised land that God had set up for them uh, after Joshua and the, the leaders that were with Joshua died. The Bible tells us that that generation after, after that group didn't know anything about God and they went after vanity and they became just worse than their, uh, their fathers that were in the wilderness. And reading the, the book of Numbers, man, will terrify you at the craziness of these people's heart. They saw the earth came in, swallowed people, uh, whole uh, families and animals and things like that, and closed up. The Bible tells us that the earth opened their mouth, swallowed um, this group of people, closed up, and the next day these people went against um Moses after seeing that and so it didn't matter what type of power God showed to them their hearts were against him and he makes a statement about them I'm going to read it to you in Psalms 95 verse um, 8 through 11 that is really really profound now we're talking about a God who God so loved the world that he gave you know so listen to what how far they drove um, Psalms 95, 8 through 11. Do not harden your hearts as Mer the Meribath, as in the day of Massa in the wilderness. When your fathers tested me, they tried me, though they uh, had seen my work. Forty years I loathed that generation and said, they are a people who err in their heart. They do not know my ways. Therefore, and always, as I tell you guys, when you see that word, therefore, you have to see what it's there for. And it's basically um, because of the early, the early part of the scripture. Reading, it says, therefore, I swear in my anger, truly shall not enter into my rest. So one who practices unbelief will never be, will have any rest before God at all. And uh, this is his word in Psalms 95, verses 8 through 11, uh, uh, about unbelief. And he actually, I told you that that is a state of rebellion. Um, Isaiah 65, 2 says, I have spread out my hands all day long to a rebellious people who walk in a way which is not good, following their own thoughts. Um, unbelief, guys, the root cause of that is unpersuadable. God Almighty could not persuade the children of Israel after he brought them out of the wilderness and showed them all of his power in their deliverance against um, uh, uh, Pharaoh, even with the parting of the sea, all of the other things that he did for them, providing food in the in the wilderness, the um, the manor, heaven, the quail. They actually tested God about that. They were complaining about um, only eating uh, manna and um, that they wanted meat. And uh, um, Moses went to God and. <laughs> You've got to read that story, man. God told uh, Moses, he was so angry, he says, you guys will have eat meat tomorrow. Get ready, get them up together, and they'll have meat. And so the Bible tells us that God caused a, um, even that, they, they said, God provide meat for us, you know. So they drove him nuts. And the Bible tells us that he caused the wind to come and all quails. Uh, he brought tons of quails, and they were picking up quails for days. Um, 
And so he, even then, uh, they would complain and their hearts were hardened. He just didn't like this group of people. And he said that he would destroy them, which he did, took him into the wilderness. A few days journey turned into 40 years and he totally destroyed them because of their unbelief. Um, you should read the book of Numbers. It is a fascinating read when it comes to see the, um, the heart of mankind when we are practicing unbelief. Uh, Hebrews uh, 3:12 to 19. Take care, children, brethren, that there uh, not be in any of you an evil, unbelieving heart that falls away from the living God. Encourage one another, uh, but encourage one another day after day, as long as it is still called today, so that none of you will be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partakers of Christ if we hold fast beginning of our assurance until the end. While it is said, today if you hear his voice, do not harden your heart as when they provoked me. For who provoked him when they heard they had heard? Indeed, did not all those who came out of Egypt led by Moses and with whom was he angry for 40 years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose bodies fell in the wilderness, to whom he did he swear that would not enter his rest, but that those who were disobedient? So we see that they were not able to enter because of unbelief. Wow, I'm telling you guys, you. this is a serious case uh, that um, God, uh, but the Bible tells us you must believe that he is God in order because it tells us also that God will uh, reward those that diligently seek him. But you have to re believe that he is God. And look at the power of the unbelief of mankind. Uh, I just read that to you in Hebrews chapter 3 verses uh, 12 to 19. And that is basically a summary of the behavior of the children of Israel in the wilderness and why they had to, um, why a few days journey turned into a 40 year um, uh, turning, uh, going around in circles in the wilderness. So I, I implore you, brothers and sisters, do not let this thing get hold of you. Uh, um, Abraham had to deal with it. The Bible tells us Abraham did not stay staggered at the word of God, and um, he had to fight unbelief in Romans 4.20. 20. And if Abraham can do it, the Bible says that we can do it. So we just follow his ex example. And here's the formula for you and I to have victory over the spirit of unbelief. I want you to listen to it. It is written there in the Bible for you and I to see clearly and for us to apply it because God is interested in us getting the victory. That he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief. So what is it? It's right there in front of you. He staggered not. We talked a little about that, moving back and forth, oscillating back and forth. And I've been trying to teach you guys in a new kingdom now. And once you're in a new kingdom, you have to trust the leader, the person whose kingdom that you're in. He will take care of you. He would have policies and procedures in place to take care of you. And he said, you have to trust his word. And that is the whole thing that even 
Abraham had to come to that for the Bible tells us he became fully persuaded that God was able to do what he said he was do. And after he became fully persuaded, the Bible tells us that God accredited that him or to his account as righteous, as being a righteous man before God. And you and I can only get righteous before God as we believe in him and get out of the state of unbelief. So let's go back to this formula that I was talking to you in 420. He staggered not at the promise of God out through unbelief. What did he do? But he was strong in faith. How was this man, Abraham, strong in faith? He gave glory to God. He began to focus now uh, he took his word, he went and he took his word like Jesus did. Jesus went and I keep telling you, you got to go and find the word of God. There's scriptures about everything, anxiety, depression, um, you name it. The scriptures there, go find it like Jesus did. I told you, Jesus went and found the scripture and he took the scripture. He went and he read the scripture and then he, he declared uh, to both himself, he declared to the people in the church, he declared to God the Father, he declared to to the Holy Spirit. He declared to uh, the church, everyone. He declared to the devil, I am he. And he read it and he says, I'm the one now. And he pointed everything to, to him. And he told them what he was going to do through the scriptures of God. So you and I go and take the same scriptures. We have to follow the same example and then be imitators of Christ, the scripture says. Then you and I got to go find the scripture. Then we have to go and read the scripture out to ourselves. Read it to God. He says, put me in remembrance of my word. And we read it every day and meditate on it. Not just read it because you're trying to deposit the seed into your spirit, man. Why? So that you do not stagger at the promise of God through unbelief. Do not look at the situation. It is not your responsibility. Your responsibility is to look at the word of God so that you can learn how to conquer your, or your, the enemies of your faith, and we are talking about the spirit of unbelief. Um, he but he was strong in faith, giving glory unto God. You begin to worship God and focus on Him, and you will gain your victory. So um, I want you to understand that this spirit of unbelief is dangerous, and it can cause God the Father to turn on you guys. I read to you what he said in the wilderness. He said, therefore, I swear in my anger, truly they shall not enter into my rest. He was angry with those people for 40 years, and he took out that generation. He, um, all of them died. A single one of them um, entered into the promised land. The promised land for you and I, is we get the result of the promise that God has given to us. Whatever that promise is for what you're believing for. I talked about uh, inf uh, about wanting kids being infertile. Um, that's your promised land. Um, if God said to them, if you, you don't believe me, if you linger in this state of unbelief, you will never get into God's rest. The rest is after you have received that declaration, God has deemed you righteous and your gift is in front of you. You're experiencing it as Abraham did. 
want to thank you guys for listening as I continue to talk to you about enemies of our faith. The next one that we're going to talk about is the spirit of doubt, because these are the enemies of your faith. You need to get familiar with them, and you need to learn how to conquer them. Abraham, the scripture says, Romans chapter 420, tells you and I how to be victorious over the spirit of unbelief. Thank you for listening to Mystery Bible. Let's walk through the Bible and learn of God and His beautiful mercies and all that He has provided for us that we may become effective for His kingdom and change this world. Check in every week for a new episode. Search for Mystery Bible on Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Breaker, Outcasts, Radio Public, and many more. Thank you for listening to Mystery Bible. Let's walk through the Bible and learn of God and His beautiful mercies and all that He has provided for us that we may become effective for His kingdom and change this world. Check in every week for a new episode. 